gives me great pleasure to welcome to the program World Cup winning New Zealand heartbreaking fly half Mr Joel Stransky as we look towards a couple of very key fixtures coming up in the Republic. I'm glad you're smiling about that, Joel. We won't forget, but it was a fantastic event, the 95 World Cup. But it's moved on a wee bit since then. Now, of course, uh, you're a pundit around the game, and it's great that you can join us, although it's been some time. I trust you well, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful to be on the show with you. All good in uh, in the Republic. I'm looking forward to the All Blacks touring, and and I say that because it's not just a one-off, you know, um, championship game. It's it's a, it's a tour, and uh, there is something special about a series. Well, it's special because it's unprecedented pressure on Ian Foster. You would have read what's going on over here in New Zealand at the moment. The pressure on Ian Foster has been backed pretty much to the end of that series. That's as far as the CEO of New Zealand Rugby, Mark Robinson, will go. He is on a very, very thin ice at the moment. What's the general conversation like over in South Africa about what he brings and what the All Blacks bring to these two fixtures? Well, so I think there's two points of view at the moment. The one is obviously that John Plumtree is very close to all our hearts. You know, he, he coached here, he played here, he's, um, he's married to a South African girl. And, and, and I think undoubtedly that, uh, you know, if you're the assistant coach and you get the bullet, you know, you, you would think that the, um, the head coach should go as well. And uh, so there's a bit of disappointment on this side that poor old Plum got the bullet and that Ian Foster's still in place. But we feel for him, you know. I think every coach has been under pressure at some point. Every coach has come under fire and uh, the All Blacks' performances have not been good. And the box would never underestimate the All Blacks. I think it's probably more us, the pundits, who are. Well, so what do you think as a standalone about what will actually happen come this Saturday night and how well the All Blacks will actually perform under this microscope, under this pressure? Well, I do think they'll raise their game and I do think they'll come back from the defeat against Ireland. But the other side of that is it's so hard to do it against the Springbok side that dominate up front. And if the All Blacks are, are weak anywhere, it is at the moment the ability to handle the confrontation. And, and we just deliver pain and suffering in the confrontational areas. So when you look at the way they melted the All Blacks in the opening exchanges of those Irish matches, this is something we talked about smelling blood that the, the Springboks are going to absolutely love. We're going to roll and maul you out of the game. Well, well, that's our game. You know, Our game is about mauling you out the game. It's about scrummaging you into the penalty situation, kicking it out and then mauling again. It's not particularly pretty. It's certainly not attractive. It, it is quite, it's not exactly positive. But it is effective, and, and we are really, really good at it. And we're very hard to break down when you give us the ball in those situations. We we force the penalties and we force the points. So taking that into account, what, what do the All Blacks actually do? What can they do? They're already a little thin in that area. What hope do they have of actually slowing this Bocca machine down? Well, I think they need to play fast and expansively. You know, the, the Welsh, who are not the best attacking team in the world, and in many ways play similar to us, they found ways through our defence, and the All Blacks would need to learn from that. They need to speed up play and they need to catch us a little off guard when our defense is not quite organized and structured and avoid those, you know, those big confrontational areas. It's easier said than done, though, because you need a good, solid foundation to do that. And, and we stop the opposition teams from getting that foundation. We're talking with Joel Stransky, World Cup winning fly half from the Springboks. Where do you see the strength in this All Black side, if there is one, from those Irish exchanges, Joel? Um, so I think I think there's one or two players that Artie Severe was sensational in that in that series in a losing team. I think there, there's, de- there's definitely a lot of talent there, but I think that's why Stu Foster is under pre- Ian Foster is under pressure. He's got the talent, and I don't think he's he's made the best use of it. You know, there's not 
there's not great attacking structure. There's not great ability to find space in the opposition defences. And I think that's what they'll have to do against the box. They'll have to play quickly, move the ball around. They'll have to have good processes and good structure and attack. And they'll, and they'll have to find space in the midfield and out wide because around the fringes and around the forwards, you're not going to find anything. Is it too late if they've had a couple of weeks to try and right the wrongs in that Irish tour? That's a very short amount of time. Do you think they've got it within them to actually get that done and make those adjustments? I think you can turn it around quite quickly. I don't think it's insurmountable. I think, um, you know, to, to your point earlier, that the box in 2018 turned it around quite quickly and then went on to win the, the Rugby World Cup. So so it, it is it is possible. It is certainly possible. It's tough. And, and I think the the self-belief and the mental momentum is probably a challenge. You've lost a couple of assistant coaches. The, the head coach is still there. Um, the captain is maybe there or maybe not. I think there's still a little bit of indecision. And, and, and again, you said it earlier, he's got, Ian Foster's got two weeks left to try and right the ship. That, that's not exactly a show of confidence. It's a stay of execution. It, I think it'll be tough for the All Blacks. So do you believe they can win at least one of these games, Joel, or is even that a stretch, considering the high veld, considering how good the South Africans are and, and how poor the All Blacks have been? No, I think they'll battle to win. I, 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 it, it is definitely possible, but it's uh, it's not going to be easy. You know, to go to Mpumalanga, to go to Nelspreit, um, the, the, it's a sellout stadium. Um, people are travelling from everywhere to make a weekend of it. It, it is going to be a sensational atmosphere. And it's not quite that high, actually, to be honest. It's, uh, it's called the low felt because it's like sort of in the middle. So altitude won't be a factor. But the, uh, the, the, the box will just be waiting. They'll be set up you know, to go out and, and do the best they possibly can and play well. And then to go on to Emirates Airline Park, Ellis Park will be uh, you know, the home, the mecca of SA Rugby. That'll be even tougher. It's going to be a long, hard two weeks, I think. We're talking with former Springbok fly half Joel Stransky. So the the best chance of the All Blacks winning is possibly the first up, considering the height they're playing at. It's not like at the capital, if you will, of, of, of South African rugby and South Africa having a chance to warm up. So it's almost like you're saying they've got yeah. an opportunity, but it's going to be the first test of anything. Agreed. I think I think it is going to be the first test. I think if they... You know, if they win the first test, South Africa will will probably bounce for the second. But if they lose that first test, the confidence will be too good going to to Ellis Park. So I think the first test is the opportunity, and and it is an opportunity because not not just because it's you know not quite high felt, and it's going to be a celebration, and and both teams will be you know had a couple of weeks off and time to reflect and think, and and if there is going to be a chance, it's going to be in Nelspruit. You mentioned. All Black captain uh, Joel Stransky, Sam Kane before. What are your thoughts around the way he's dealing with the pressure he's under because he's getting fired at from all quarters at the moment? No, you, so, so, you know, no, no one ever wants the captain or any particular player or coach for that matter to be under pressure and, and come under the fire the way um, the way Ian Foster and Sam Kane have, have come under pressure. And Sam has handled it unbelievably well. But I think the reality is... You know, when you pick your team as a coach, you pick um, you either pick your great captain and pick a team around him, or you pick your best players and then decide who's captain. I'm just not sure, Sam, in that losing team, that team that's really struggling, has has, has really found a way to put his hand up as a player and and warrant his place in in the team. You know, and I think when when your captain is is battling a little bit as as a player, the other players can't help but look around and think, you know, could we be better if there was someone else there? And, and he is battling a little bit. I feel for him, and, and he's, he's, you know, he's obviously come back from from a, a bad injury and over the years, and he's he's trying to find that form again. But but to be battling and under pressure is not a nice situation to be in. But but that's where he finds himself. It's uh, it's quite hard on him, and and and, and I, I do feel for him. Would you have him in your team? 
Well, that's a tough question. Probably not. I, I think you've got to... If you're playing against South Africa, you want the best 50 players you can possibly put on the field. And I'm not sure he's quite there at the moment. So you, it's a lot of things um, I'm pulling out of this. And I suppose one of them is you're saying we've got the cattle out there, but maybe not the right cattle in the right positions. This is There's quite a lot to, to unpack here, Joel. There is, there is, you know, and I often think about it because we, you know, we all love the rivalry between the Springboks and the All Blacks, and we all want a strong rivalry. And 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 uh, for us right now to be a little bit on top psychologically because we haven't run out on the park just yet, but to be on top this isn't is to be in quite a nice place. But I think the All Blacks in the last few years have have gone to a place where they've been so intent on building depth and uh, and next generation that that maybe they don't know who their best team is. And I think if there was one criticism we would have, we would probably say the selections have, have put them there. I'm, I'm not sure you're, you guys are picking your best players in the best positions and using them to the best of their absolute ability. Joined by former Springbok Joel Stransky on the program. There's been a lot of noise around Scott Robertson. Uh, Razor has come out and said, look, I want to coach uh, two teams to the World Cup, one from New Zealand and one from somewhere else. Do you think he'd be a good Springbok coach? Uh-huh. I think he'd be a good coach of any team. I think that's the, you know, he's, his, his record speaks for itself. He's, um, he, he, you know, right, coaching rugby is one, it's about being a great selector. It's about having great strategy. And it's about having a great environment. And, and I think so far, he has shown, you know, he achieves all three of those things with, with the teams he coaches. Whether he's quite, you know, fits the mould just, just yet for the All Blacks, I think that might be the one question. But he would certainly do things differently. He'd certainly, you know, think a little out the box and uh, and he would have a different approach. And, and there's no doubt that the, the success he's achieved with the teams he's coached would set him up, I'm, I'm 100% sure, to do well wherever he coaches. So would he be accepted? I'm, I'm interested in the South African psyche. We, we're unlikely to ever have a non-New Zealand uh, coach coach the All Blacks. Would that work okay for South Africa? Would they bring someone like a, a Razor Robertson in? How well would that go down? Yeah, I'm not sure it would be um, 100% accepted. I, I think um, I think if we had no one else locally, it would be accepted. But I think there are a couple of real good coaches coming through and there are there are other options, and to your point, you know, it is it's the national team, and everyone would want a, a national coach that comes from that country. We had Eddie Jones in our World Cup squad in two thousand and seven, so it's probably not too far uh, removed from a, from a possibility. But I, I'm not hundred percent sure we would accept that. One last thing, Joel Stransky, and as always, thanks so much for your time and expertise. Lay it on the line. Give us your prediction, your prediction for both tests. Well, it's been a great pleasure chatting and, uh, you know, we are quite positive and quite hopeful in this country. And as I said, it's hard to see uh, our pack of forwards being dominated and not um, coming out on top in these two games. I think we'll win them both. I think um, they'll always be quite close affairs because that's the nature of the rivalry. I would think the first test will be, uh, you know, the box maybe by six or eight and the second test by maybe 10 or 12.